Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids. And my oldest kid is falling asleep right now. Anyway, conversations between dads and their kids about staying awake during a podcast, especially when it's in the middle of the day. I am your host, Michael Masick, and this is again in... So you throw me off when you what? fall asleep. I, I don't even know. fall asleep. <laughs> I know you're mocking falling asleep. Yes, I was. Yeah. This is Dad's Gaming Corner, episode 46 for Monday, December 21st, 2020. You know, it's almost Christmas. Yeah, I just realized like yesterday how close it is. I didn't realize that till today that we're four days away from Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't it's, even, wait, four? I thought it was three. It's four. Today's it's the 20, wait, today's 22nd. What is today? Today's the 22nd. Is oh, Tuesday? today's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Why did my show notes say the 21st? I don't know. Okay, well, today, this is Dad's Gaming Corner, episode 46 for Tuesday, December 22nd. Well, I don't know why I guess, it says the 21st. Well, isn't it for Wednesday? Isn't that when you release it? I don't know. No, we're releasing this one today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then y'all will get an episode on Tuesday. Yeah, y'all can get Surprise a day early. Episode. Surprise episode. So On yeah. Tuesday, December 22nd, uh-huh. 2020. So, surprise, Christmas is actually three days away. It is. Y'all well, know this. I well, know. well, well, well. I mean, today's almost over. So, so technically, like Christmas is like, days. Oh, by the time they listen to it, it's actually probably two days away. Mm-hmm. In fact, if they listen to this tomorrow, it's like one day away. Mm-hmm. Was my, I, I'm lost on the days now. Anyways, it's almost Christmas time. Basically. It's almost it Christmas time. Merry Christmas to everybody. It is episode 46. I've got Jaden on the on the line here with me today sitting at the table. Jaden, how yes, are I you? Do. I'm doing just fine. And we've got Caleb with us. He's been on the show in quite some time. Caleb, how are you today? I'm good. Are you good? You like the new microphone setups we have for you? Yes. So normally here in our recording studio, Jade and I have these really cool, you know, boom stands and everything else that we can adjust, like, you know, real professional audio and everything. Just really cool. Jaden can lean back in his chair, all lazy boy like, kick his feet up over the chair and just, you know, pull the microphone up to himself like he's some, you know, professional star in New York City recording mm-hmm. in some high uh, you know, high high uh, scale. Sc- yeah, thank you. Sky high <laughs> building. And Caleb normally has a little 6-inch stand that he's got to like <laughs> either, you know, stand up on his chair to reach kind of like this or like, you know, kind of it's always awkward. I like how you said kind of like this like they can see you. Yeah, you can see me stand up in my chair like yeah. this type of thing. But now he has his own. We have two new boom stand mics and everything else and they all you know Spring loaded and everything, action. In fact, you almost hit me in the face with it when we were <laughs> setting it up today. Yes, I did. That was a huge mess. But I didn't. So, but okay. you did not, which is great. So, yeah. Um, we've got a fun show coming to you today. Uh, we're going to talk about our top games for 2020. And so, um, big disclaimer here this is our top games for 2020. So, here's, here's what we did. The three of us got together and we talked about our top games. So, we did. So, unlike right. the, the, you know, the game award shows and dice and everything else out there that do their own big award shows. Um, just like them, um, we got together in a room and we came up with our with our own uh, top 10 games. Um, but unlike them, we did not go to Twitter uh, or Twitch or YouTube. Uh, and we didn't go to the hundreds of thousands of people out there and ask you for your opinions. Right. Because uh, we just don't have those venues and those you know, that many followers right now. So, right. Maybe, so ne- is- maybe next year. Maybe next our, year. Yeah, this is our top game. So, you know, we're not saying that any of these games are just better games. We're not saying we this are. is the best game. We are. I'm not. We are. Okay. We, we, we had some heated discussions over some of these games. Uh, I mean, Caleb has Caleb, Caleb got pretty upset over some of these games. 
Um, and so we'll get to that here in a second. But, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So just as a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC. Make sure you're doing that because we have a Christmas giveaway we're doing. We'll talk about that here in a second. Be sure to follow us as well at Facebook.com slash Dad's Gaming Corner. And be sure to drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. We love uh, getting email from you, our listeners. And uh, we'd love to read your own emails here on the, on the show as well. Send us your thoughts and your questions and comments. And maybe even your own mom or dad story yes. we have new listeners on the show it's always fun to see those and the new comments um whether it be itunes or iHeartRadio. and like we announced last week we actually are on pandora now and it only took a year only took a year so uh if, if you are a new listener on pandora welcome it's been a long time coming so mm-hmm. welcome to you specifically so we'd love to hear from you as always yeah. we'd love to love to hear from you so just drop us a line again it's hey dad at dad's gaming corner.com yeah. so especially on this show if y'all have a different top 10 than us we'd like to hear what your top 10 is which games you enjoyed the most from this year absolutely and if you agree with us let us know if you disagree um, just be mean to us just roast us (laughs) as hard as you can no no we do want to hear what your favorite games are um anybody who listens to the show knows that we lean heavy uh, heavily into Nintendo. Yes. Um, but, you know, we do we do have a PlayStation 4, we do have an Xbox One, and we do play games in those consoles oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, and this so. is our top games from 2020 on Switch. Did you say that part? Um, I didn't, um, but it's, it, it's not on purpose. It's just that there weren't any games coming out that I was necessarily excited to pick up on Xbox or right. or you know, PlayStation. It, it, the, PlayStation. Here, here's the thing. This, this was a really interesting year for 2020. A lot of games, and I mean a lot of games were delayed because of COVID. Mm. A lot of games were, were delayed. Uh, some games were canceled. And so this was just a very interesting year for 2020. Um, interestingly enough, it was a big year for indie developers. And because mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. um, some of the games we're going to be talking about on today's show, you can actually pick up on um, um, pretty much any platform you want. So it doesn't matter if it's Switch or PlayStation or Xbox or Steam, and in some rare cases, even Stadia. Stadia. So you can't you can't laugh and mock. I saw every an console. ad on Stadia about Stadia or commercial or something the other day, and I was like, really? "Hey, I know Stadia." It was very. It was funny. Yeah. Um, anyways, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Anyway. So, um, real fast, talk about our, our our Christmas giveaway that we are doing. So, we are doing a Christmas giveaway. We've been talking about it for the last few weeks. And so, what we're doing for the month of December is that we are asking you to enter. And the way you do that is, is that if you if you go to Twitter and, and look and just follow us, you know, at Dad's, uh, Dad's GC, you know, Dad's Gaming Corner, Dad's GC, you have to retweet and follow one specific tweet. And it's easy to find. It's right there. It's pinned at the very top. So, you, you, it's it's easy. It's the one that everybody's retweeting. And the way it works is, is that if we get 100 retweets, we're doing uh, one winner. And if we get 200, two winners, 303, and so on. If we get up to 500 retweets, we will do five prizes and five winners. And here, and here are the games we're giving away. We're giving away Hollow Knight, Minecraft Dungeons Hero Edition, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Bioshock the Collection, and if, again, if we get up to five retweets, we'll give away a mystery, mystery gift. Mystery prize. So I'm excited about that as well. So um, it, this is all this is all up to our listeners to get the retweets out there. So make sure you're retweeting, and if you have, uh, just you know, tag your friends as well. Get get your friends retweeting as well. The more we get out there, the more prizes we give, and uh, I'm excited. I mean, e- either way, we're definitely giving away one gift, regardless if we hit the 100 mark or not just because I'm super excited and I, I, I've wanted to do this for a long time. So we're doing, we're definitely good giving uh, one, one gift away. 
But the more retweets we get, you know, the more prizes we can give away. So definitely jump in there with us. And so, again, you just follow us on Twitter at DadsGC. Make sure you, you hit like, and then you retweet and you tag a friend. And the more retweets we get, the more prizes we have. Okay. With that out of the way, let's go and jump into our top 10 for 2020. So, uh, again, this is uh, our top 10 is Dad's Gaming Corner. This is, you know, me, Jaden, Caleb. We came together. There were a lot of uh, games that we played for 2020. And so here are the rules uh, for this list. So we're just getting this out in the open right now. These are games that had to be released in 2020. Now, there's a caveat there because there's one game on this list. I'm just going to just pick one at random here. Um, Jurassic World Evolution came out, I believe, in 2018. However, it was released on Switch in 2020. And so it did see a re-release, um, but it wasn't just like a, a remake. It, it did see a first-time release on a new console, okay? So it wasn't like, you know, it, it, it came out in, on Xbox One in 2018, and then it came out on Xbox One in 2020 with an HD remaster or something. Um, that, that doesn't count. Now, if it came out with a whole new remake, kind of like how Final Fantasy VII did, where the, the game was literally remade, that'd be different because that's a whole new game in itself. Um, that, that, that would count. Now, the reason this counts is because it was released on a brand new console and a whole new audience and everything else. So that, that, that made the cut. So th- those are the rules. So, uh, without further ado, here's our, our top 10 list for 2020. I'm going to say them all up front and then we're going to just kind of, uh, comment a little bit on, on each one of them as we go down the list. So here's the top 10 right off the top and, um, we'll, we'll start from the 10 and then we'll go up to number one, uh, so at, coming in at number 10 was Super Mario 3D All-Stars for the Nintendo Switch. And the reason that we put uh, th- uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars in there is that, yes, it is a collection of three previously released games. However, it's also three of arguably uh, the, the, you know, th- three of the best Mario games. I know Sunshine gets a little little shade here and there, but um, it, it's one of my favorite games. <laughs> sunshine. A <laughs> little shade. <laughs> okay. Because Sunshine. Get yes, it. I get it. Okay. I get it now. I didn't get it at first, but I get it now. Um, this is very monumental for Nintendo. Um, mon- and I would say not just Nintendo. It's monumental for games, period. Um, 3D games. I mean, Mario is just... Mario began gaming with Nintendo. It, it really kicked off 3D gaming with the N64 and it just continues to delight, you know, all ages. I mean, Mario Odyssey was one of those games that just, we talked about on the show before, but Mario Odyssey for the Switch just brought smiles as you were playing that game. And if you were a Mario fan and continued to play Mario, and you played Mario Odyssey, you just, I mean, there are certain levels that just made you smile as they celebrated Mario. And Mario 3D All-Stars for the Switch, that collection right there, it was just an amazing package way they brought the games together, the music, the, everything about it was just an awesome game. And it, it was really hard putting together a top 10 for 2020 without including that in there. And so, and again, some of the reasons why you, we, you won't possibly see some games on this list from either PlayStation or Xbox um, will be the fact that uh, either we didn't play them or not, not that we didn't play them, but it was more of the fact that we didn't want to play them. So like Final Fantasy VII, um, I will play that. That's not on this list. I'll play that one day, but I'm not dying to play that game. I know a lot of people love that game. I was never a big fan of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII to begin with, so to play the remake, even though it looks amazing, the story is just what it is, and I'm not dying to go out there and play it. So it's not on my top ten list, and I know some of y'all are screaming at me right now, but it is what it is. So, 
Uh, moving on up to number nine is Scourge Bringer. It's a, an incredible indie game. Uh, one that a- actually caught me by surprise. We talked about it on the show before. We reviewed it on the show. Um, a great indie game, and it's one that we were talking about you know, collectively, and we thought it definitely deserved a, a spot on this list. We actually have several indie games on this list, and um, this one definitely deserved a spot. Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think we, we were going back and forth between this one and a couple other games. I think it was like Ease Origin. Um, but... Uh, yeah, this game, I haven't played it a whole lot, but um, it, it was a very, very fun game. And there's a whole lot more that I didn't get into, um, how you can, you know, level up your guy and get different abilities. We mentioned the skill tree. I love a skill tree, so. We actually did a review, an in-depth review of this mm-hmm. game on last week's episode. If you're if you're interested, you want to hear more about it. But just a, a very tight, uh, fluid-moving game. Um, great replay value and it's it's hard as nails <laughs> but but it just has tons of depth to it so it's just a really really good game um the next uh, game on the list we want to kind of go through these kind of quickly uh, number eight is disc room um and disc room is one of those games where I've, we've talked about on the show a few different times and again we did an in-depth review last week if you just look at it on paper i've just seen still images it may not look that enticing the artwork seems real simple but do yourself a favor and either watch a YouTube a video of it, uh, get on Twitch, or maybe even YouTube and watch somebody play through it. This game is insane. Um, we said it about it last week's show. Uh, this game has the potential to be the next, in our opinion, the next Super Meat Boy. Um, it The game's just wild. It's frantic. It's crazy on screen. And you, you'll have those moments where... You, you just skate by death, and you don't know how you did it, and you might shout it with, with victory and then just, you know, get your head chopped off and for the most stupid reason because you, something came at you at a very slow speed that you didn't even see happening. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then yeah. you start all over. It's a very chaotic game, but it in the best way. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And the way you unlock additional rooms and the way you get the little power-ups. Everything about this yep. game is so good. Uh, it's a little sh- on the short side. It is a little bit on the short side, um, which is why it's scored a little bit lower where it is. But um, there, the, the formula is is so spot on um, that I, I'm extremely excited to see what the team's going to do with the next game. Uh, if, if they if they can just flesh this out a little bit more, I think they have, a, they, they have, the, they have the potential to have a perfect game on their hands. I, I really do. Uh, it's a very good game. That game, again, is Disc Room. So um, number seven uh, for us is uh, Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Uh, I'm a huge Way Forward fan, developer Way Forward. They brought up games like Shantae, uh, River City Girls, which uh, surprisingly, that was actually on our list, River City Girls, and I was arguing that, that needed to be higher on our list uh, before, Caleb, was that you that said, or Jaden, which one, which one of y'all told me that was last year's release? Uh, I looked it up, and then Jaden... Made sure that it was last year. Because Caleb, you and me, I mean, we were playing that game like crazy this year. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, Adam Tierney from Way Forward on the show as well. Did a developer uh, interview that with him. Cool. That, that can, can I just say that was one of the highlights this year for me. It was so cool having Adam on the show. That was really to cool. talk on the show with us about mm-hmm. everything that went into making River City Girls. Um, that was going to be on in my top five. <laughs> for 2020 on the games until we realized oh wait that was 2019 so we had to like bump it but love that game but anyway moving on to way forward uh shantae and the seven sirens um it, it's 
it's it's it's a it's very it's a very highly rated game. It's not the highest rated Shantae game, but it's my it, it, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. It's the perfect form of platforming um, and humor and the art style uh, and just cuteness for me. It's it's my favorite Shantae game. Um, there's something about it that really calls back to when I was first having my Shantae adventures back on the Game Boy. And I, but this is, this is done in HD on the Switch. And I absolutely love this Shantae game. Most people who know me who play games, and I've said this on the podcast before, it's rare that I finish a game. Mm-hmm. And, and it's even rarer that I go back and actually play a game a second time and, mm-hmm. or even a third time. This is one of those games that not only did I beat, but I wanted to go back and beat it again. And then, you know, find every little collectible. I absolutely love uh, the Shantae series, but this one specifically, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, uh, I would say go add it to your, go add it to your, um, sorry, that was Siri being activated on my iPad there. Uh, go add it to your wish list on whatever console you're playing. It's, it's out on everywhere. So whether you want to play it on Switch or Xbox, just add it. I, I, I loved it on handheld specifically, but go add it wherever you can find it. Um, great game. You'll have an absolute blast with it. So uh, in sixth place, we added Paper Mario, the Origami King. Um, this one is a little... This one get this one gets a little um, love and hate, mixed reviews. Yeah, across across the board there. Um, it is it is a return to paper the Paper Mario series as far as getting uh, a little bit more love. Paper Mario started off really strong, and it's been getting weaker and weaker as the series goes mm-hmm. on. But then this one came back up. Um, I I really enjoyed this one. Had a lot of fun with this, with this one. And Caleb, you played this one some as well. Um, do you want to talk about this one some? I never really got that far. I only beat like I don't know if there were levels or chapters or anything, but I didn't play that much, so I don't and I don't really remember it that much. Did you enjoy the gameplay? Um, yeah, it was fun. I know you played you played a little bit on this one. You you, you poured more into Pikmin once we got into Pikmin, which we'll talk about here here in a second. So, Jay, did you play this one at all? Um, I, 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 I just realized like this bottom half of the list is really more me than it is y'all. Right. Um, Paper Mario. No, I have not played. I watched y'all play it a lot. Um, I never, I'm trying to remember cause I thought I might have like picked up a controller for a few minutes and did like the first beginning part. Um, I don't remember to be honest. I don't, I'm pretty sure I haven't played it, but I watched y'all play it a lot. You know, Paper Mario is one of those games to where, um, spe- specifically the Origami King. I want to focus just on this title because it, it, the Paper Mario series can be very divisive. But this game right here, the Origami King, um, yeah, so many mixed reviews, and I, and I, I don't, I understand why some of the people say that, but this is one of those games to where. You know, I, I like to be a completionist, and I say I like to be because I used to be a completionist. And now it's a hit or miss because there's so many games we were reviewing that I can't really afford to be. Mm-hmm. But a game like this, I enjoy being a completionist with. And so um, some of the puzzles are hard and I can enjoy playing those. But then I can, you know, Caleb can play this game and he can probably get his way through and beat this game and still get, you know, an equal amount of enjoyment out of it. There'll be a different enjoyment that he gets out of it because he's not doing all of the same puzzles right. and collectibles that I'm doing right, for, right. doing it for. So we're both enjoying the game probably equally as much, but just for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo is really good about doing that with games to where, you know, you know he's doing it at, at, at nine. I'm doing it as an adult, but we're enjoying it for different reasons. And I absolutely love Nintendo for doing that. So anyway, Paper Mario, the Origami King, 
has our spot for number six. So, um, Caleb, why don't you talk about number five on our list? Number five? Yes, sir. Number five. Oh, um, Our Warriors Age of Calamity. So, I only played the demo because we... I didn't really, um... I only had the demo, and we didn't really have, um... Well, we had the actual game, but we didn't really get a chance to play it. I thought you played, uh, you played my copy. No, I only beat the demo, that's it. Oh, okay. Then you, you, you beat the demo, though, right? Like, you talk played about, all the way? Talk about what you've played, and then I can add a little bit for what I've played. Um, so... Why is it that you like this game, and you rated this one higher? This is one of those games, like, Fire Emblem Warriors. I like those kind of games where you can, like, switch characters and battle different types of monsters and stuff. And, like, get different weapons and uh, level up and stuff. So, for people who haven't played a Warriors type of game, kind of give an idea of what Warrior games are like. So, like, um, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, that we're talking about right now. And then there's the old uh, Hyrule Warriors, the first one that we've played before. And then there's the Fire Emblem Warriors that you're talking about. But they all have that similar Warriors gameplay. Explain kind of just what does that look like? Um, like the like, idea. Yeah, go ahead. The two of you talk about that. Like how it's um, how you're playing as the character and then there's like tons of bad guys in front of you and you hit once and it takes out like a ton of them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's different combos and like there's strong attack. And then, like, just regular attack, and then also, like, special attacks. Like, on um, Hero Warriors, the strong attack is, like, a huge swipe with your sword. So you're, like, a champion, and you're knocking out... Like, maybe 40 bad guys? With 40, one 50 guys with one swipe. It's more than just you're a soldier. You're like literally a champion, and you're just knocking out. It's almost like you're like a like somebody like um, like like a Marvel's like a Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you're just in, like Thor with a hammer, and you're clearing out just a field of, of enemies all at once with yeah. one strike. Or you're Hulk and just smashing everything. <laughs> um, either way, it's so, that it's like that. So, what did you like specifically about Age of Calamity? Um. It kind of just has that hook whenever you like you can like switch different characters and learn and learn their abilities, and I think that's really cool how they put that in like each one because then I play that a lot. Which characters uh, were you able to switch between in Age of Calamity? I know um, you have Link, and then who else do you have? Uh, you have Link, and then later on, or you have Link, and then Impa, or yeah, Impa, and then. Later on, you have Zelda that you could play with, and then that's all for the demo. Um, and then each character also gives you um, different hero abilities as well, correct? Like, they're not just a different skin, but each one has different abilities, different magic abilities, mm-hmm. and different weapons. I know for me, that was one of my favorite parts about the game. The fact that I wasn't excited for this game at all. I don't like warrior games. Um, I played Fire Emblem Warriors a little bit, and I played that other Zelda or Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I kind of forced you to play. Yeah, Fire Emblem Warriors. I did, I didn't. I don't like these types. I think they're boring because like you just they're they're easy. Um, but something I really thought was cool about this one was um, with each and with with each character the 
uh, what's it called? The abilities change mm-hmm. and the gameplay changes. You you can have different styles of gameplay with different characters. It's not just a skin over your character and you're fighting the exact same way. Um, I thought that was super cool. I thought another thing that was really cool about this game was um, the elements they took from Breath of the Wild and how closely Breath of the Wild and this game um, are and are how close they are and how how much alike they are. Like they took the bombs from it. They're the flurry rush, the different runes, like the cryonis and stuff like that. They took all these different things from Breath of the Wild, which I thought was super cool. And also, there's a story to this game. Um, which, and it's also one that is mentioned in Breath of the Wild a lot, like 100 years ago, blah, blah, blah. And they gave like a summary of right. it. But you're actually seeing it play out and you're involved with it. So I thought that was really well, cool. Well, I did want to say that, um, I mean, the other Warrior games, yes, they have they they have a story. I mean, Hyrule right. I mean, Warriors, the Fire Emblem Warriors, and all the other Warrior games, they have a story, but... I mean, it's it, it, they're, they're so shallow and empty. I mean, you're, you're not there for the story; you're there for the action, I and mean, that's really why you're there. It's like a, it's almost like an arcade game in that fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the story on on this one is this is a good story. I mean, this really is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, right. and um, I know y'all, I know you weren't looking forward to it, but I was looking forward to it just because um, it just looked so. It just looks so yeah, good. It looks really the artwork good. Yeah. artwork looked good, and the character design looked looked so good. Um, and unlike the original Hyrule Warriors that they made, uh, that that the first Hyrule Warriors literally just looked like that they took a mashup of everything Zelda the Nintendo ever did and just threw it into a game and created a Warriors game, right? And then called it Zelda, yeah, or Hyrule. Uh, this one, um, and they they even talked about it, where they worked closely with Zelda, and they, or I'm sorry, not Zelda. They worked closely with Nintendo, and they worked closely with the creators of the team behind Breath of the Wild, and to get the character designs just right, to get the voices and actors, and to get everything just right, and the music just right. And that's something that's so cool is that it's not just Zelda music, but the Breath of the Wild soundtrack moved over, and the voice acting moved over, mm-hmm. and. Um, the, the world's moved over. And so if you've played and beaten Breath of the Wild, go back 100 years before everything is destroyed. Oh, yeah. And that's what you're seeing. And, it, yeah. and it's so neat. Especially if you've played Breath of the Wild before and you're familiar with the map and the story and everything. It's really cool knowing all of that and then seeing every all the people and the oh, it's so everywhere cool. before, like pre calamity i mean everything from the beginning where you see the king you know issuing orders and you know Mm -hmm. commissioning the 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 army to defend hyrule and you know and when the guardians are still good like they're bringing the guardians out Mm -hmm. and they're talking to all the you know zelda's talking to everybody and you see link first starting off as almost almost like a recruit himself yeah type of a thing i mean it's just so cool and then then there's like story beginning to unfold it's mm -hmm. just it's so well done and um you know i mean it there's nothing official been said, but there are times it even looks better than Breath of the Wild that makes people speculate. Did they even maybe pull some assets over from Breath of the Wild 2 that's still in production? Mm. Because it even looks at times better. Like It's just like, what do they do there? It, Yeah, it's definitely... Um, um, it, 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 it blew... It, it, what's the word? It was a lot better than my expectations. It blew were. our expectations. I was away. not it was expecting really, really it to good. be good, but or it's this but, good. But but it's not just the expectations were good. It, I mean, I mean, which the expectations were great. The game itself is a good game. It's a really right. really good game. 
Um, and I there's think, a baby guardian. I don't think. Oh, the baby guardian's so I loved cute. It. I liked the baby guardian more than baby Yoda. Well, and on the way, <laughs> and the way they brought over the uh, Caleb, the way they brought over all of the um, I might um, the words. My mind's drawing a blank here. The uh, the powers from the Sheikah slate, the runes. Uh, yeah, all the runes. Mm-hmm. The way that Link can quickly the use the everything. abilities, the freezing um, and the bombs and the the the. I'm using the, the abilities, what they're called. The, the magnet. Magne- magnetism and all that. The stasis. The way you can magnetism. use all of those while you're fighting and everything. I mean, it, it's just, it, again, it's not just Link's in there fighting like a warrior. Link's in there fighting like he fights in Breath of the Wild, like you said earlier, with the flurries and using all of the abilities. It's so cool. It, it's not like just your normal warrior's game. This is a good game. Um, this is also just... FYI, this is the game. I mean, it's a full $60 game, but it regularly goes on sale $10 off, you know, everywhere. Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, everywhere. So um, if you're interested in what we're talking about, or if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, this is totally a game worth checking out. So that's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It took spot five. So um, so number four would be Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Now, uh, this is one that I know... Pikmin 3 originally came out on the Wii U. The Wii U, let's just say it, uh, failed miserably. So most of the world did not play Pikmin 3. And so Nintendo repackaged Pikmin 3, called it Pikmin 3 Deluxe. But it's more than just a repackage. They added on a whole nother uh, story side to the game. Um, Caleb, did you play? I know you beat Pikmin 3, so I want you to, to really speak to and talk about Pikmin 3 and, and describe it to our audience. But have you played the other part of Pikmin 3 Deluxe? You, you, know, you, you unlock... Olimar's quests, and there's a whole other mission side to the game. No, I've only done the story mode. The main story mode? Okay, you need to go back and play that second story mode, too, because it adds probably like another 30, 35% to the game. I mean, it's, oh, it's, I thought it's, you were going to say 30, it, 35 hours. I was like, no, wow, no, that's it, a it, large addition. No, it's a, but yeah. no, but it is a good chunk to the game. It's like mm-hmm. another 35-ish percent to the game. It's a good chunk there. That's so. cool. Um, but anyway, but they released it on the Switch, and it's just, man, this is, again, I'll say this, this is one of those games that just makes you smile. Nintendo makes games that make you smile, and I think the reason that we have so many Nintendo games on our top ten is that um, this has been one of those just kind of a sad, kind of a dark year. You know, we've, ne- we've needed reasons to smile, let's put it that way. We've mm-hmm. needed reasons to smile. We've needed feel. We've needed feel good games, and this is another. That's just, where Nintendo this, shines. This is a feel good game. Mm-hmm. So, um, Caleb, th- this is one of those games where um, did you beat the demo when we had the demo on this game, or did you skip the demo all the way? Um, I, I, th- I beat the demo on my Switch because I was like, um, I couldn't play on your Switch because you were playing on it or something. So I was just playing the demo on mine. I got like halfway through the demo, maybe. Here's what I do know. I only got through like the first two or three days on the full game before I realized that he had all but beaten the game. Like mm-hmm. he only had like a day or two yeah, left. Yeah, he finished it and really fast. And the game fast. was done. Like like it, he was like, yeah. he, you know, mic drop. It was he's very, walking very out. quick. Yeah, so uh, tell everybody about Pikmin 3 and why we rated it. So like why this is our number four game of the year. Um, so, the reason why I wanted to rate it, like, uh, high, because I like puzzle-solving games, and this was a big puzzle, uh, puzzle-solving game, and I think, um, it's just fun, like, how you use the Pikmin to, like, uh, solve the puzzles, and, like, 
um, I'm not very sure how to describe it, but it's just a fun Well, game. let me help you out with this one little piece here. So if you've never played Pikmin, um, first of all, if you've never played Pikmin, do yourself a favor, download the demo from the Nintendo eShop and, and play the demo. It's, the demo, um, it's not super long, but it gives you a great intro to the demo. There are different types of Pikmin, and uh, there's blue Pikmin that, that you can use with water puzzles. There's yellow Pikmin that help you with electricity. There's fire Pikmin. I'm sorry, red Pikmin that help you with fire. And then and there's others, which I won't say anymore you know, for spoiler's sake. Um, but you have all these different Pikmins, and you are on this alien planet, and you're trying to find, um, uh, I was going to say, pieces to your spaceship. <laughs> Think of Toe Jam and Earl. I don't know where that came from. Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> Woo! Anyways. Hey, hey Earl. Um so you're, yeah, I don't know why that came to my mind, but um, shout out to the early '90s there. Um, so you're using Pikmin to help you find fruit and find, uh, you know, these little bits of technology which are commonplace for us, like you know, a cell phone and you know things like that. And they help fuel the ship and and find fruit to give you juice so you can live basically from day to day. And the more Pikmin you find and everything else helps you go to the next day. And you're trying to find your captain and trying to find your crewmates and everything else so you can eventually, you know, escape and, you know, get back home and things like that. So, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, he said that you have to have, like, fruit and stuff. And it's good to, like, stock up on, st- stock up on fruit. Like, whenever I finished, I probably had around 40 pieces of fruit or uh, juice. So, I would last, like, four to more days. Um... But that's one of the things I like about that game. It's hard. It's it, it's hard and it's um, fun. It's just a relaxing game. No, oh, that's good. What else would you say though? Anything else? Um, no, not much because it's just like a puzzle solving game and a hard puzzle solving game. I would <laughs> say this is a game for all, definitely for all ages, definitely yeah. for all ages. Um, I absolutely love Pikmin. I'm 38. Uh, my youngest brother, he is uh, 28. He loves this game. Um, this is the, this is a fun co-op game as well. Uh, have we have we not played this? We haven't played this co-op though, have we, Caleb? Mm-mm. I don't even know why that is. We need to play this co-op. But um, this is actually a really fun co-op game. Um, any age can play it. Caleb's Caleb's nine. Uh, he said no trouble in playing this game. I mean, like I said, li- quite literally, uh, I-, I played the first, I probably put two and a half hours into this game, um, and then I was working on some other games for a review, and uh, I don't know, one day later that week, I came in, and he's on my Switch playing, and he was almost done with the game, and I think it was the next day he was done with the game, and so like he beat this game, and, and, and it is a shorter game, I think, what, about I, uh... f- 15 hours? I finished it in 10 hours. You finished the main story in 10 hours? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And then uh, with the additional story, probably adds another... Three hours, maybe? Maybe. I was thinking closer to five or six. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But but there's other things you can do. And and I will say this. If you're looking for more of a challenge, um, I'm playing it on the... What is it called? Spicy? Ultra spicy mode? Yes. Oh. I'm playing it on that mode. I'm so... so so if you've played Pikmin at all, even if it's like, so for example, I played Pikmin 1 and 2, the original Pikmin started, came out on GameCube, and I haven't touched Pikmin since. So it's not like I'm a huge Pikmin, you know, like I'm pro or anything. It's been years since I played Pikmin. But you get the general concepts pretty easy. If you pick this game up um, and you've played it before and you're an, you're an adult, I'd say, by all means, put it on the ultra spicy mode. Uh, <laughs> give yourself more of a challenge and then, and then play it. 
Here, here's one here's one tip for you right away though uh get past the the notion of that you can't lose a pikmin sorry if, you, if you're hearing that noise we have somebody that's trying to i don't know it sounds like they're they're uh, uh racing down our street Rev, i don't know what which they're isn't doing. smart because there's multiple churches and, and then, houses over here and then there's a train going at the exact yep. same time so, so i'm not sure what you're hearing what you're not nice. hearing it's like it's all happening at the same time uh, the next thing would be a tornado to go through the alleyway. And yep. that, right after we got our storm. new mic stands. Yeah, all at the exact same time. Anywho. Um, <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> it's all happening Even with at the all same the, time. Like, the, the soundproofing we're doing is sound still more sound. Still... No, what I was saying is, so my youngest brother, Johnny, he's been... Should we just like pause this? No, it'll pass. It'll yeah, pass. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Yeah. So the funny thing is, just side note, we'll just laugh it off. So, so we've talked about this here. We've got this train that goes through our town that, that we're like three blocks away from, or two blocks two away. Blocks, from, two yeah. blocks. Yeah, we're two blocks away. Most times it goes through town super fast, but every once in a while, it goes through town at a, at a snail pace. Like, so, like making half the kids late to school slow. Like, every, like they, mm. there's been days where I'll get to school late. And everyone is there late. And they'll have to go on the speakers in the office and say, excuse any tardy students. It's fine. The train happened. Right. Because <laughs> it, it's like right in the middle of town where it splits the districts up. You know what I mean? Like the high school and the junior high and like the... Like this is a known thing to happen. It's a, yeah, it's a and known it, thing. It, everyone it, knows, everyone in town knows about common. it. And it splits the schools up in half. There's like two elementary schools on one side of it and then junior high and high school on the other side. So if you have multiple kids, different ages, it is also terrible. And we're just 20 minutes south yeah. of DFW down a, a major highway. And we're about, you know, three and a half hours north of Houston. So it's like, you know, we're right there, smack dab between Dallas and Houston. So all the, the main trains come right Very through busy. us. And so, but yeah, it's like, you know, normally they have the normal speed. So it's like you hear it once or twice and you're done. And then they go like today, super slow. And so you might hear it eight times. Yeah, it it's, is what it it's is. Loud. Welcome to our life. Yep. Anywho. Anyways. But on Pikmin. Here's what I was going to say. Then we're going to move on from Pikmin. Yep. <laughs> there are no trains in Pikmin, which, again, is why it rates so high on our list. It's a good thing. Um, don't get overly um, don't get overly caught up with losing Pikmin, or, or, or rather, in, in trying to not lose Pikmin. You will lose Pikmin in this game. And so, me and my brother Johnny were talking about this. Uh, he was rage quitting the game because... Um, he refused to lose Pikmin. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I kind of was stuck in the same area, but then I realized, I was like, look, I'm playing on the ultra hard, spicy, you know, movie Caliente mode and everything else, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna lose some Pikmin here, okay? Um, and that's gonna be okay. That's gonna be okay. But you know, if I lose like 20 or 30, I'm restarting the level. If I lose like six or seven, you know what? They grow on trees. It's gonna be okay. I mean, quite literally, they, they, they grow up in their pods and they plant and they, I guess they grow out of the ground. Just, you know, just chill, have a little Zen moment and, and everything will be okay. So, but try it. I mean, it's a great game. There's a demo in the eShop. Pick it up. Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Okay. Number three. So, Jaden, why don't you take this one off? Okay. And then, Caleb, you two can ping pong back and forth on this game. All right. So, for number three, we put Jurassic World Evolution. Now, we have talked about this game few different shows uh we actually did one show where we talked about jurassic world jurassic park um like that was the show um but this game is number three if you haven't heard us talk about it on previous shows then you are going to now the reason me personally i put this game higher on the list 
is because one has dinosaurs. I'm pretty sure if it didn't have dinosaurs, I wouldn't like it as much. Dinosaurs are dope. I like dinosaurs. Um, so that's cool. I like, I, yeah, I, you, that was very weird. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sitting. <laughs> I don't know what you just did. I'm sitting. Okay. So I'm trying real, <laughs> I'm trying very carefully to take a drink of water out of my smart water bottle. And so, you know, it kind of clicks when you open it. Right. And so I, I'm trying to lean away from my microphone and click the button to open it up. So it doesn't make a noise. So what do I do? I subconsciously screw the top off the bottle like I'm adding water to it, and it's making this noise, and you're watching. <laughs> and, then, and then I go, and I lay the lid down on the table, and it does this little sound, and I'm like, oh, crap, I just made it sound. And then I'm thinking, why did it? And so now I'm thinking, not why did I do that, but why, I'm thinking, why did it make a sound? I was super careful. Not why did I do yeah, it. Yeah, not even. And then you're looking at me, and I'm like, why are you looking at me? And I'm like, oh, I took the lid off. <laughs> it was... Um, a whole thing. Jurassic any, World. Any, Who yes. doesn't like dinosaurs? Jurassic World Evolution. I love the dinosaurs, so that's a huge part in it. Um, you know, this game is just one of those games that's very relaxing. It's very chill, very low-key, which I appreciate a lot. Um, apparently for Caleb shaking his head, apparently for him it's not. For me, it was a very relaxing game. Um, it was a good game to just play a little bit, you know, before bed. Or it was also one of those good games that you played till 2 in the morning. Um, it, it was also a good game where we came down and argued at 7 a.m. at whose turn was it to play Jurassic World? Or it, how we said it was, right. whose turn was it to play Dinosaur Game? Give dinosaur me the controller. Game. Yeah, it was very, um, um, for me, it was just one of those games that's very chill. You can play it when you're tired. Um, at least me, I can. I don't know about y'all. I played it when I was tired a lot. Um, it's a great sim game. Right. Um, and and also the voice acting. We've mentioned it before, oh, but the voice so acting good. is super so duper awesome. They have... Lots of the actors from the movies, if you've seen the movies, you know, Dr. Ian Malcolm, Dr. Wu, all these different people. Um, so I thought that was super cool. Um, but that's just me, Caleb. Um, the reason why I shake my head whenever you said it's kind of calm. So there's different islands, and some of the islands are calm and stuff, but Isla Pena, it has, like, five-star rating storms. Dinosaurs are breaking out. You have damaged buildings. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There are some islands where they're There's ju- a you're couple just like, get terrible. me off this island. I'm ready to beat. Because yeah, I'm ready to beat this island. You, I'm so yeah. done with this island. You move from di- you move from island to island in the game. You you start off on this one island, um, and if you're the your island always always has a rating, right? You're always trying to get guests, and guests rate your island. Your wow, guests rate your island. Um, and if you get a five star rating on your island, then I mean, that's, like, the, the main objective for that island. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're trying to do. So then you move into the next one and the next one, and there's, like, five or six, I can't remember, and they all have different climates. So some of them, it's super stormy all the time. Some of them, it's super not, and it's not dark ever. It's, it's chill. It's chill. It's yeah. fine and happy. But sometimes it's really hard, and that affects the dinosaurs. That affects the guests. That affects your buildings, um, which is also a very... Um, very cool thing about the game that I appreciate. I thought it was interesting how the islands changed from my... Oh, and then... Uh, never mind. I was about to spoil something. I won't do that. Yeah, no spoilers. Um, Caleb, anything else you want to mention on the game? Um, so, what you're basically trying to do is just build this park and 
<laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. My bad, my bad. And the main objective is trying to get five stars, but also you have to complete... Um, Missions and contracts. Yeah. Missions mm-hmm. and contracts to get new upgrades and dinosaurs and everything like that. Yes, the new dinosaurs. I'm a big um, collector. I like the collecting part of it and getting all the new dinosaurs, getting the different kinds. There's almost seven. I think there's almost 68, 70. 68, 68 different species. There's like 68 different species. 67. So, something like that. Um, and so, you know, every time I get a new dinosaur, that's like my... My happy moment in the game. Every time I get a new dinosaur, it really is. I feel, but but, but then, but then then the you know that that the climax there is when you see the dinosaur, you know, yes, when they the first time they come out of the Hammond Creation Center, and you're like, you watch the gates open, yes, I always like, (gasps) yep, I always I'll be doing something, and then when it says your dinosaur is completed in the creation lab, I always drop everything I'm doing, I go release him, I turn the volume up because they always give a little short synopsis about the dinosaur. I always turn the volume up and I just watch and the mu- epic Forget music. Forget the scientist. I just want to watch the dinosaur walk mm-hmm. out and he's in the ground shakes depending. You know, you're just like, oh wow! I still love watching the Brachiosaurus come out. It's so cool. Yeah, they're huge. And then there's oh. also flying dinosaurs. There's like two in the game, I think. Uh-huh. Two or th- maybe just one. I think it's just one actually. Think- Is it just the one? I think it's just the one, yeah, but I, ha- one. I haven't unlocked which, it yet. Which, which actually, I haven't I, unlocked it either. It says I got that I've unlocked the- it, or I got something for it. Same. Uh, I think I, I've unlocked the dig site for mm-hmm. it, even though I can't dig it yet or something. Well, no, no, it's the, well, at least for me, it was the, I thought it was the enclosure for it. Like, you got the research available. Or something. But then I went into my research lab. Yes, but there's nothing to research. Right, so I was That's confused. What it was. Yeah. Um, it, it said there's, like, other objectives you have to do. Well, but so, so, again, this, at the top of the show, I mentioned that this game did release in 2018, and so this game is two years old, almost three years old now. Uh, however, coming to Switch, you know, Switch has, has been the best-selling game. Or I'm sorry, Switch has been best-selling console for almost four years straight. Uh, it's only the, the only months it hasn't been a best-selling console has been the months where Nintendo has struggled with supply and demand. That is the the, the only months. Right. Uh, I don't remember the exact month it, it hit. If it was October or if it was this past November, but one of the last two months here, uh, it it was the best-selling console for the last. Uh, Something like the last twenty-four months straight. I mean, That's n- crazy. Switch is selling like crazy, and so there's a whole new audience out there. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of the switches are going to current, you know, current gen gamers, but they're definitely also going to, you know, people who've never gamed before ever. Yeah. And so now that there's all of these new gamers out there, uh, then it warrants to say, hey, Jurassic World Evolution. Maybe you've never heard of it. It's on, it's on your brand new console out there. Uh, you ought to go try it out. This is an amazing sim game. It, I, I, I've talked about it before on the show, so I won't, won't, won't go there right now. But, you know, I grew up playing and loving sim games. Everything from the Caesar games and Pharaoh games, um, everything to the... Roller the coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoons to the zoo tycoons and the hospital games and all the different sim games. This, by far, is one of the best sim games I have ever played. And did we mention you get to play with dinosaurs? It doesn't get much better than that. Yes. Oh, that, and you got um, Jeff Goldblum talking to you throughout the yes, game. Yes, that's pretty Which cool. is absolutely amazing. Okay, number two in our roundup for top ten is Hades. Hades. Hades is amazing. I'm sure you all have heard about it. Tiny little, Plenty of other Tiny little indie game places, from, from but, a, a yep. indie studio, uh, Supergiant Games. 
also came out with Bastion. Uh, that's one of the games that got their name big out there. Also Transistor, amongst some other games. Two great games from them, by the way. If you haven't checked those games out, they're on every system out there. Uh, I still love Bastion. It's still one of my all-time favorite indie games. Just the narr- narration and the art style and the gameplay, just amazing. So here's what it says about Hades. Defy the god of the dead as you hack and slash out of the underworld in this roguelike dungeon crawler. Uh, this game is just absolutely amazing. It came, um, I, I would say it came out of nowhere, but that's not actually true. Um, we knew this game was coming. Uh, what, what I think, how do I say this? This game was from Supergiant. And so everybody, or I'm sorry, is from Supergiant. So when it came, when when they announced it, I think everybody knew that it was going to be a good game because Supergiant was behind it. And Supergiant, mm-hmm. um, their pedigree has been good games. But this game is phenomenal, and it it you can look at all of the strengths that all of the other games have, and it's like they took the best of every game, and they put it together, and they made this this one game that's Hades, and this game is near perfect. the The voice acting is incredible. Uh, there there's there's so much that you can read that, that's not required, but every item in the game, every Every object, mm. every person you interact with, um, the, the 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 not the dictionary, the concordance, the the whatever glossary, the, the glossary, whatever. Um, there, there's I'm trying to think of a better term in, in gaming terms, but you know everything that you interact with, you then can read about in game, and you can go deeper and deeper and deeper in the lore about the game. Um, and so you're the son of Hades, and you are trying to escape. Uh, the underworld, and you're trying to get up to Mount Olympus, and uh, throughout the way, you're constant, you're constantly meeting different gods, um, and you're and you're building relationships, and you're getting different boons, and they they're empowering you, and you um, they're helping you along the ways, and every playthrough is different, um, but as it because it's like a roguelike, but even though it's different, and you start over each time. It's not frustratingly so because your character itself gets stronger. So even though you lose you, what you have, you, your actual character at its core becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. So each playthrough gets easier and easier. Um, and so what might have taken you 15 minutes in the beginning now takes you 10 minutes and then 5 minutes. And now you're just blowing through the game and it gets easier and because you, you as a character bec- become just stronger. And the story's great. The writing's great. The acting is great. There's humor throughout the game. Um, the weapons are great. And, and there's so much custom, deep, deep customization to this game that, and I'll just pick one example. Uh, there's a shield that you can get in the game that you can use as your main weapon. And uh, there could be, you know, three, all three of us in here could say, you know, Jade and Caleb and myself, we could all say that the shield was our favorite weapon to play this game by. And we could all beat the game using that same weapon, yet we could all play that game using that same shield in completely completely different ways and be and 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 rely on the shield in different ways based on the boons that you you get throughout the game and the play style because there's dashing and there's the the way you do melee attacks or aerial attacks this game is amazing this game was nominated for game of the year on multiple game of the uh, uh game award shows and also by and, and rightfully so. Uh, this game was phenomenal. Yes, when we were putting our top ten together, um, I I was you know uh, going hard saying this should be number one. Like, come on, guys, this this, this game deserves number one. Um, it didn't get number one, but this game was just 
amazing. Uh, Caleb, I know you haven't played this game. Um, so, but Jay, I know I will talk you, put, about you, it. you put some time into it. Um, My favorite thing about this game personally yeah, is, well, there's two things. Yeah, there's two things. My two favorite things about this game are one, the voice acting, how everyone has a different voice. Oh, so and I good. thought the voices were super cool, super interesting. And then that one guy, I can't remember his name, but every time you die and you come back from the pool and he <laughs> makes a smart he comment. At you. Yeah, him. Hey, um, may, maybe try ducking next time. Yeah. Or maybe try not dying so much. Yeah, well, like, why are you dying? You know. Um, but, you know, everyone has a different voice. Um, I thought that was super cool. The voice acting was awesome. But also, um, all of the, all of the, all of the, um, uh, what's it? All of the information they give on the different gods and on just all, just all the, the backstory and everything like that. I thought that was super duper cool. Um, that stuff has always been really interested, interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You know, all the Greek gods and Greek mythology, oh, stuff Greek like that. Mythology. So the fact that they like put the effort in and the research in and put that much in in the game, I thought that was that was awesome. Oh, and also the art style. I forgot to mention, I love oh, yeah, the love style. the art style of this game. I think it's super duper duper cool. Um, the, the way all the different gods look, the way the weapons look, I thought it was just awesome. That is one thing I do want to just you know say about Super Giant Games. Um, you know. There's a lot of good indie developers out there, but one thing I will say about Supergiant Games is that they, they're not just gamers, they're artists, because their games look gorgeous. Mm. And I don't mean they just have great graphics. No, no, no. The, the hand art work they have, it's just, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It just looks amazing. So It is anyway, amazing. So that's Hades. Uh, love this game. Absolutely wonderful. Okay, time for our number one pick of 2020. And there might be a little um, controversy around this pick, um, but um, after we went back and forth, the three of us, I mean, and there was a lot of going back and forth on this one. Jaden, leave your brother alone. There's, <laughs> I could have separate you two. Right. Um, our number one pick is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh. And here's the reason why. When it was all said and done, we sat back and and we had to really think about this. And the the reasoning was this what game was more monumental in 2020 um than animal crossing and we really couldn't think of any what game so you know by itself sold more consoles than animal crossing uh what game brought more people together to talk about games than animal crossing more non-gamers to play people who okay. don't even play let's, games let's, let's keep going on the list what game, this game brought what game did all of this stuff yeah Animal Crossing. Right. Um, what game um, were people talking about during the darkest months of COVID? You know, especially here in the U.S. that we're mm-hmm. aware of. You know, you know, March, April, May. Um, during those darkest months and things, people didn't know what's going on. People were losing their jobs. People were completely on lockdown. You know, what games were people talking about? There were there were reports in every newspaper. There were psychology papers being written um, on the benefits of Animal Crossing. I mean. What what game was that was covered? You know, was covered by every you know media outlet in America. Um, like, I mean, there wasn't a game like this. I mean, there's I've never seen a game spotlighted so much in our in in in, in not I mean outside of just video game channels, but just in mainline media outside of Animal Crossing. And this is the first time. And so, I mean, a lot of that had to do with COVID. I mean, if it wasn't for COVID. 
I mean, it, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a good game, so I don't want to pull that away from it. Um, I think it would have done great no matter no matter what. But, but absolutely. Right. The fact COVID, that everyone was quarantined, stuck yes, inside their houses. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of, and there's been a lot of great games that we haven't talked about. The Last of Us Part Two, um, The Ghost of, uh, I just, my mind just went blank. It's a uh, PlayStation uh, 4 game. Um, my mind just went blank. Anyway, it's a great game. There's, there's a lot of other <laughs> games that we, that we haven't talked about. Um, but Animal Crossing New Horizons has done so much to bring people together. Um, is it the best story? Absolutely not. Best character design? Absolutely not. Best art direction? Absolutely not. Best, and we can go down the list. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but for all of the humanitarian reasons that we just mentioned, I've never seen a game that's done what Animal Crossing New Horizons has done. And so for that reason alone, it's almost like, you know, Time's Person of the Year, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. <laughs> it's like it, it, it almost just deserves that without, like, don't have competition, don't give it votes. It just, it honor, it just deserves it. It deserves the honorarium. Just, just give it, just give it it. Right. You know, it, it deserves the doctorate. Just give it the degree. It, it just deserves it. So, mm-hmm. um, and on top of that, um, there's very few games that I've logged over like three, four hundred hours in. Yeah, it's a very time-consuming game. And we've all put our fair share of hours it's, in it. It's a very time-consuming game, but it's one of those games where when you go look at your hours, you're like, wait, I have that many hours? And then, you, and then you're in denial for a while. Right. It's like, I thought I played this for a couple hours here and there, but... It says I have over 300 hours. How the heck did that work? Did that happen? It's one of those types of games where you put a crazy amount of hours in, but it it doesn't feel like it. If no. It's so much fun no. constantly. It, it's especially if you know at, at the beginning of the game, it can be kind of hard, kind of boring because you don't know what you're doing. But once you get the hang of it, which doesn't take very long, it's a very simple game. It the time flies by and you just enjoy it. Which again, I think that's one of the big reasons the game did so well. And, and there, again, there are so many um, articles written about this game about how, when there is so much, you know, fear and so much chaos and so much uncertainty going on in the world, you know, specifically, you know, in the first quarter and the mid of the year, we needed a game that kind of just slowed us down and kept us focused on one thing. And so it was just really, really cool. And so animal crossing uh, new horizons does get our number one pick for 2020 in our top 10 uh we did have a few honorable mentions that we did want to read off to y'all um these are great games in their own right as well and and i told you there's actually this was a weird year for 2020 a lot of games got delayed but there was a lot of indie games great indie games that came out this year and we mentioned several in our top 10 and in our honorable mentions there are some right here that are Indie games in themselves. So, uh, Streets of Rage Four uh, was a great indie game that came out earlier this year. I really liked it. Didn't make our top uh, top ten, but uh, I think if I remember correctly, we gave it a nine uh, a high nine when we rated it on the show. Uh, Ease Origin is another game that I absolutely love on the Switch. I gave that one a high nine and get that on every platform. Uh, Among Us is as Caleb's one of his favorite games. Um, he wanted it right there in the top ten, but again, it you know I, I wanted Ease Origin up there as well, but we just didn't have room for it. Um, Caleb, you want to say something about Among Us? Um, try that again. Um, so Among Us is like it's a simple game, but it's kind of like so. 
you're this imposter. So there's crewmates and one imposter. And the imposter has to try to sabotage and kill everyone. <laughs> and the objective of, of the game is the crewmates have to do tasks or to, uh, uh, to beat the imposter or tr- try to figure out who the imposter is by voting and stuff. And the imposter has to kill everyone before he gets out. Um, this game, I just started it like three days ago, but it's actually like one of my second favorite games already. Yeah, uh, Among Us is has a very interesting story, and it's actually already winning awards this year. This game originally came out, I believe uh, it was November, it was towards the end of 2018. Um, so this game is an older game, but interestingly enough, it has a story similar to Animal Crossing to where it came out towards the end of 2018, um, but it wasn't until COVID, where everybody's on lockdown, that some YouTubers and some you know uh, famous um, Twitch streamers began to play it, and then the game blows up because everyone's hearing about it. Up to that point, it had more of a niche audience, and then everyone's seeing it because it's getting you know publicized, and now everybody's playing it. Um, I just recently started playing Among Us, and and I will say this: it it definitely plays for me easier on Switch than it does iOS. Um, the controls are so much easier for me than touch controls. I I'm, I'm, same. I will always same, same, be same. give me actual physical controls, tactile yeah. controls over over touch. Um, here's my issue though with Among Us, and this is kind of just the nature of the beast. Um, I mean, there's ways around this. Find a good Discord channel or just get enough friends to play because you can play. Uh, I think you need a minimum of four, and you can play with up to ten online. Um, is that you can get into a group of people, but Oh, I gotta be careful here. The frustrating part for me with this game is that you you jump into a group of players and then the game started and it's not been even five seconds and people are already calling for emergency meetings and you get called in that meeting. Your and first like, question it's is, "It's blue. It's blue." You're, and like, you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then they're like, "It's blue." And you're like, "Why? How do you even know? How do you how? know it's blue? What if it's you?" And they're just and they just randomly. And I'm like, "This is not how you play the game." Because like Caleb was saying, there's one imposter generally and everyone else is a crewmate. And and the way you win is that if you're a crewmate is that everybody needs to be running to do their tasks. If you get all the tasks complete, you win. But if you don't know how to play the game, then you do the other way. You spam. And the way, what I mean by spamming is that you just quickly try to vote as quickly as you can to try to find the imposter. That's not how you play the game. You play the game by quickly knocking out all of the tasks, and if you need to, vote, and then try to find the imposter. But the quicker way is to do all your tasks and be smart about it and not get killed. That, that's the better way to play. And, and, and if, if you it, see someone get killed by someone else, and you then... actually see it, and then, then, you've, then you call in a meeting, and then you tell people, I was doing this task, and this is what I saw. And if you're lucky, maybe, you saw some, maybe someone else saw it with you because you went in a pair, that's the other thing you can try to do. You go off in pairs to do a task, <laughs> unless your pair, unless your partner is like, the imposter. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, it's just I've only been in a few groups where they played logically, and I'm thinking I must be playing. But those, it's, it's so but those groups that play logically, did you have a good time? I had a blast. The game was amazing. Um, it was it was a little frustrating. So I just I needed I needed to play with some friends. So anyway. Yeah. Um and then uh, so one other game honorable mention was Clubhouse Games. Um this this was uh uh published by Nintendo but developed by actually the same company that developed uh Super Mario Party, which is an interesting fact if y'all didn't know that. And I actually really enjoyed Clubhouse Games. 
this year again with you know doing a lot of working from home and not being able to go to a lot of places and really enjoyed clubhouse games definitely not a top 10 but i really enjoyed it and so uh we have just a little bit of time left and so what we wanted to do was kind of break away from our normal uh, format of the show and we wanted to talk uh, now about our most enjoyed or like i another way to look at it is uh the games that we spent the most time playing um over the last year for 2020 and so caleb we'll start with you uh we, we don't really need to talk about the games because a lot of these games we've already talked about. Right, they're, just, and they're older games, too. Right. Some of these came out a couple years right. ago. Right, so let's just kind of go down our list, and Caleb, will start with you, then Jay, and then I'll go last. So um, what are the top five games that you spent the most time playing this year? Um, This year I spent the most playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. So question on that one. Um, you've already, you've already be- had you beaten Zelda before this? Because I know you played it before, but have you beaten before before 2020, or is this the first time you've beaten um, it? This is the first time I've beaten it, and okay. I, I started playing it again, but then I started playing other games. So gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, so yeah. what else is on your list? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jurassic World Evolution, I have been waking up, waking up early just to play this game. And so this nine-year-old, this nine-year-old, has been setting his alarm, getting up every morning at 6 a.m. to play Jurassic World Evolution. I just want to say that. That's that's dedication right there. Yeah. He cares about those dinos. A lot. He feeds them and cleans out their cages every morning. Uh, you can't feed out their cages. All right, go ahead. Um, The next one is NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. Um, I haven't... So I kind of just started this like a week ago, but it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, I played it, like, earlier this year. This is one of those games where we, we kind of just go in and out of it. We'll play yeah. it for a while, and then we'll stop playing it, and then we'll go play it again. It's one of those types of games. Yeah, you and Caleb go back and forth in this game a whole lot. Now Micah is watching y'all play, and so yeah, he's wanting now to he's getting involved as well. So, yeah. um, Another game is Pokemon Shield. I think that came out last year, maybe. I'm not very sure. It, it did. Yeah. About around the fall time last year, I finished it the first time, like like really early this year, and it's really fun. I was even gonna do it. I was even gonna do it again. Now, have you you finished? Have you finished all the DLC for Pokemon Shield? DLC? No, I haven't started that. Okay, you have the DLC. I'm confused how to. Do it uh, it's stuff. real simple. You just go to the the train station or something. It's real simple. I need to show you how to do that because you have the DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the second one just re- the second part of the DLC just released or, or not just now, but it released a month or two ago. So yeah, you need to play that. What Jay? I started Pokemon Shield um, a few weeks ago, and I was looking forward to getting into it and playing it because um, I like Pokemon. I think Pokemon's cool, but I haven't played like my only the only Pokemon game I played is like um, Let's Go Eevee. So I was looking forward to this one, but I I never like actually really got into it. No, Sword and Shield. These these are fun games. These are fun games. And then your last one, of course, is Among Us. Among Us, which doesn't really count for your most played game of twenty twenty because you just, just came started out on playing on Switch. What last week? But it's yeah. already his favorite game. Yeah. So most played. Okay, Jay. Uh, most most played games for twenty twenty for you are Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Obviously, obviously, I have a whole bunch of hours in that. Yeah. Um, just talked about that. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I beat this game already. You beat it back when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Right? Which and was so, March, April 2017. Right. So I then I was like, you know what? I'm going to play Zelda again because I can. 
Such so a good I've, game. I haven't beat it yet again, um, but I've I've gotten semi far in it. So now, are I'm you playing this on the original mode, or are you playing it on hero mode? I don't have hero mode. You have to get the DLC DLC to get okay. hero mode. Oh. So so it doesn't even have a secondary difficulty unless you pl- have the DLC. No, interesting. It's just the same. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what um, I did. I got. I beat the game, and then I got the DLC, and then now I'm doing hero. Yeah, mode. he's playing through. What hero kind mode. of gamer are you, Jay? You're nine. The one year- that isn't gonna spend twenty dollars on a DLC. Interesting. Yep. I think it's um, like thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. No. What I just did was, um, and also you can't load a second save file on Zelda. So that what is I did true. is I created another profile true. on my Switch. Ah, oh, so smart. Called him Jim and started on that one. <laughs> Anyways, um, next game on my list here is Borderlands. This is the first game I played. This is this is the first time I played Borderlands. Good on, game. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun with this. We started, you and me started playing mm-hmm. it. That's how we started, and we did that for a while. But then I went and played it on my own a lot. Well, you actually went, um, this was, again, during COVID. And so uh, I think it was during the summer it released. And I think you were, you spent some time over with, uh, um, um. Uh, mammal at her house uh-huh. and you pl- or something and the kids were you know, little, the, the yeah. little cousins were doing stuff and you played like I a played ton. a ton yeah and then you get come back and I realized that you were like oh yeah yeah like 20 I, levels ahead of me yeah, I'm like yeah, what yeah. I boosted happen? ahead out of nowhere and then I just kind of took off um, but I had tons of fun with that we still haven't beat it I want to jump back into that game that game was tons well, we, of fun. we have some time coming up with Christmas vacation yes. and whatnot so um, the I'm, next I'm one ready here, to jump back yes into that. same the next one here on my list is Jurassic World Evolution, same as Caleb. Um, you know, we've talked about this game a lot. Tons of fun. Um, and then fin- uh, finally, last but not least, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I've said it uncountably, uncountable, un- an uncountable, uncountable amount of times on this show before. Love me some good Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You do. And you are very good at Mario Kart. Love Mario Kart. I will play Mario Kart all day. I don't care who wants to play. Let's go. I don't even care. Mario Kart is just one of those games where I can play. I'll, I'll that's that's like my go-to game if I'm just I, I just have like a you know 20 30 minutes to play. But it's also one of those games where you can play it for like two hours with a lot of people, right? And it's super fun. And it's not just racing; they have all these different types of games that you can mini games you can play and stuff like that. So that's my list for you know most time, most enjoyed. Very cool. So, um, and again, these are games that we that we kind of we looked at and said, you know, what were the games that took up our time that or that we invested our time playing for 2020? So, uh, my first one on here is Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and again, no shock there. That's just kind of the game that we played this year. Yep. Um, Paper Mario: The Origami King. Uh, just really fell in love with that game when it came out. Just had so much fun playing that game. Uh, Hades. I spent a lot of time on that game as well. Jurassic World Evolution, I had no idea I was going to have so much fun with that game. Um, really, really liked it. And uh, the other game that surprisingly uh, took up a lot of my time was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. And uh, this is not this is not like a great game. Like, this is not like an 8 or a 9. Um, I'd, I would probably personally review this game as a 7. And say that this is a this isn't um, bad. No, 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 no. I'd say it's a good game. This is a fun game. I mean, for me, this is a this is a really fun game. Um, it, it's limited. It's limited in what it does, um, but it's 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 very. It just it has a nice pace to it. It has a very warm, loving story. Uh, you can beat the campaign. Uh, I, I was trying to look at my time. I think I've, I've 
I don't know, I think like 45 hours into it, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but um, excuse me, a lot of my game, game time this year has been spent in reviewing games for the show. We had a huge influx of game codes that a lot of my time was just spent on reviewing games. But, um, you know, after you got, I think the campaign, you can be in about 30, 35 hours. Uh, but then there's so much more to, to the to the game after you beat the story mode. And I just, I don't know, the pace of this game is real, 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 real. Um, it's not slow in it, like like it, the game lags behind, but it's a slower paced game that you chill, can enjoy. Rela- it's just yeah, chill, relaxing. It, yeah, it's very chill. It's a very chill game. Um, Low key. You, you, your character is a Pokemon. You play as a Pokemon, and you're, you give a partner Pokemon, and which I think is there's interesting. this relationship going on, and mm-hmm. this really close friendship, and you're rescuing other Pokemon. And there's Pokemon that are asking you, "Hey, my friend's lost. Can you go? Can you go save them?" And then there's this social dynamic to where um, if you you know you can actually go to a social board, and there are people who say, "Hey, I, my team, my rescue team, got beaten in this cave." And and the reason they do that is, is if they if if like if I'm playing and I'm in and I'm in a cave and my team wipes like you're imagine you're doing a Pokemon battle and you lose the battle you lose the battle okay well you lose the battle and you go back in the game since you're the Pokemon if you lose the battle if you res quote unquote you lose everything you've gained in that cave and you lose like half your money and things like that mm. so instead you can stay you know knocked out. But you Wait can send, for but, to but you can send up a rescue flare, kind of, and people on online will will see that you're asking for rescue, and they can choose if they want to rescue you or not. So there's this other whole side of the game where I actually have fun going, look at the rescue board, and say, "I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna go rescue them, I'm gonna rescue them," and you get little rewards and everything based on what they decide to offer and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I it just I it's one of those games where I put a lot of hours in up front, and then I find myself going back and. Doing a few hours here, a few hours there, and it's easy to come back and play. So, really enjoyed it. Anyway, so, but yeah, those are our top games for 2020. Hopefully, you heard something that uh, maybe you haven't played before, or you haven't heard, or uh, gives you something to check out. And um, hopefully, you like the show today. So, if you did, we'd love to hear about it. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC. Be sure to enter our giveaway for December. We have a lot of games we want to give away. We're really excited about that and again you need to retweet and follow us at dad's gc and as always you can email us at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com and you know be sure to like us and on facebook and follow us on facebook at dad's gaming corner and again we uh, our facebook is neither here nor there it's kind of just halfway there we're looking for somebody who who can kind of come alongside us and help us with out with that not that that not that it's hard i just i don't do facebook i don't have time for facebook and i need somebody um, kind of like a community manager who wants to come and just help us out with that. And so, Caleb, you want to do that for us? Talk to a few people, and <laughs> um, if you're interested, drop us a line. I'd, I'd love to talk to you personally about this. And so, um, again, if you like the show, please, uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes. You know, leave us a, a review that helps us tremendously. Uh, be sure to you know, talk about the show to your friends, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We, Pandora. Are, we are literally. <laughs> Everywhere. We're, Everywhere. We're even on Audible and, and Amazon Music. You can ask nice. Alexa to, to play, but why would you? Ask Siri. Ask Siri. So, anyway, so. Anyways. Anything. Caleb, anything you want to say before we get off the air here? Play Among Us in Jurassic World. Play Among Us. You know what? Actually, it would be, I, I would be very interested in playing a game with our listeners. And mm-hmm. so. If someone out there, uh, you're a big Among Us fan, and you want to put together an Among Us, you know, Dad's Gaming Corner Among Us group, we we can actually plan a day and just, you know, share a code. I mean, do all of this, 
we let, let's let's make it happen. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. So you, you can you again you can you can message us on either Twitter or you can just shoot us an email. So either it'd be fun way, to set something up, like that, that up. So yeah. Jay, anything you want to say? No, not not really. I hope y'all had a good 2020. I enjoyed 2020 personally. Gaming, gaming wise, thought there yeah. was lots of good games. Um, like Caleb said, play Among Us if you like. Um, personally, I think it's okay. But <laughs> you know, we're not going to go back into that conversation. Nope, that was before fine. we started recording, so we're yep. not go back to that. Anyways, um, we have uh, we're going to be out for the next couple of weeks uh, for our we're going to family vacation during Christmas and so. But we are going to do uh, at least one, if not two, but at least one uh, pre-recorded episode. So uh, just be be looking out for those. Those will be coming your way. And we've got a couple different show ideas we're looking out for. But um, either way, we'll be talking to y'all after the new year. But have a safe, merry Christmas. Have a good Christmas. Hopefully be filled with joy and peace in your home. And I hope everything that you, uh, goes the way that you want it, you get what you want. And good presents, but at the same time, just lots of safety in your home. Stay safe this season. And we'll talk to y'all, uh, I guess, after the new year. Presents. Lots of presents. Y'all stay safe. <laughs>